Welcome to the Nightmare Podcast. I'm your host Lance. It's Monday and we're doing something really special this week. I was going through uh, backstory before I get there. So my computer like crashed. I got a brand new computer a couple of months ago and it just wasn't working. So I I don't know anything about computers. Like I unhooked everything, put it all back together. Uh, and right now, fingers crossed, it's working so it's good but when i was going through everything uh you know i was hooking up hard drive external hard drives and uh running you know all the i don't know all the things you're supposed to do whatever google and youtube told me to do and i realized i have all these interviews and shows and things that i've never posted on here either they've been exclusive to lubicon or fan expo or my old patreon so this week you're going to get some special never-before-released shows here on the network. Um, now, if it is just a, a regular one-off show, like from Patreon or something, it's going to be billed normally. If it's an interview, it's going to be a Night Nerd Presents. But i got a lot of cool stuff, and I'm really excited to share it with you. So we're going to start with a series that I was doing on uh, Patreon for a while. And I don't, I mean, technically, I guess I still have a patron, but I don't update it because nobody subscribed to it. Thanks, everybody. But uh, I didn't promote it, so it's okay. Where I was going through Archer episode by episode and doing a live commentary. So here's the first episode of that. I call it the Archer Eyes, like the archives, but Archer Eyes. I'm, I think I'm pretty witty. Uh, I hope you enjoy this special show in this special week, and we will see you next time. Welcome to the Archer Ives presented by the Night Nerd Podcast. This is our patron exclusive show where we're going through Archer one episode at a time. And this is our official number one episode. We did episode zero a while back, um, really just focusing on C-Lab and Adam Reed and things. But it's, it's time. Let's, let's watch it. Um, this first episode, let's see, if you're watching on Hulu or whatever, you just get it pulled up. We're going to start it. And we're going to do kind of a live commentary thing. Uh, that wasn't originally the plan, uh, peek behind the curtain, but I think it's going to be a lot more fun, offer some better insights, and uh, just give you you know a longer show, more bang for your buck. So first episode, Mole Hunt, in three, two, one, start. So it opens with Archer chained, uh, mostly naked, being interviewed by... A Russian interrogator, I guess. Uh, and we get some basic exposition of who he, of Sterling being a spy and everything. This episode first aired September 17th, 2009 as a special unannounced sneak preview of the show, um, which is pretty cool. It was written by Adam Reed, and it had 1.4 million viewers. And they do such a good job of introducing Archer here because we get some banter and back and forth. And then we see it was all a ruse, as they say, uh, because his mom burst in and they were being, you know, audited, I guess, really, you know, observed and graded on everything. And 
we get the show starts off a little more random than does than where it goes to and develops into you know talking about Duchess uh, Mallory's favorite dog and maybe even loved more than her son uh, which is pretty funny and yeah so Archer Sterling Archer is voiced by H. John Benjamin and he actually got an Emmy nomination for his performance in this episode which is cool and he's been around for a while um, really big breakout probably I would say would be Coach McGurk on home movies he's also Satan on Lucy Daughter of the Devil and then really broken in the mainstream is Carl on Family Guy um, he does a, a lot of other voice work like he's on Word Girl a lot um, of course he's on Bob's Burgers and uh, there was a short-lived show called H. John Benjamin or called sorry John Benjamin has a van where it was a fake news show like it was weird but it was it was pretty funny um, Mallory Archer voiced by the ever amazing Jessica Walter um, she's been around since the 60s just doing amazing amazing works some of her biggest roles though are probably Fran Sinclair on the dinosaurs and of course on Arrested Development where to this day she's still uh, on there so here we get some more character stuff that okay Archer is a spy you know he, ladies man has this uh, airline stewardess up here and has a thing against dogs and uh, <laughs> we, we find out that he just abuses his butler uh, Woodhouse and everything but it's, it's sad and this is an interesting contrast because as the show goes on we'll, we'll see that Archer really does love Woodhouse and when we lose Woodhouse later on uh, it hits Archer pretty hard and it, it's pretty sad but as the cast continues um, we're about to meet some other people there's Cyril Figgis voiced by Chris Parnell who was on SNL for like 200 episodes um, he's also he's also on Word Girl and Nature Cat uh, a lot of people also know him as Jerry on Rick and Morty he really does a whole lot of voice uh, PBS voice acting which I think is really neat you know, I'll watch those shows with my kids, and I'm like, oh, hey, that's the cast of Archer. Um, Cheryl, or Carol Tunt, she changes her name depending on the episode and stuff. Voiced by Judah Greer, who was also on Arrested Development. Also on Word Girl. She's on Storybots, and she's the voice of Luna on Let's Go Luna, which is a new PBS kids show. And we get uh, a nice set up here with the laundromat being the secret entrance into ISIS headquarters uh, quick note as when it comes to the animation style on this they want it to be a little more realistic than Frisky Dingo and C-Lab and to make things easier they went the old Fleischer Studio route of drawing over the characters uh, to, to, you know, give him that consistent, realistic look. Um, here we get, you know, Archer walking in, everybody's yelling at him, flipping him off. We realize he's not well-liked. 
Um, and then we see more and more of his mom issues, um, which is, is weird. We also get Lana Kane here, played by Aisha Tyler. Um, she's been a comedian for quite some time. She's on Criminal Minds. She's on CSI. Some of her first movies, though, if you remember back, she played Mother Nature in Santa Claus 2 and 3. Um, HR, we have Pam Poovey, played by Amber Nash, who actually was only a recurring role in season 1 um, before becoming a full-time character. And she got her start on Frisky Dingo, the other Adam Reed show. Oh, here we get Here we get one of the first, like, pun or, you know, word use jokes, um, which is good. We also get to meet Krieger. Uh, he was looking for him earlier, played by Lucky Yates, who got recurring role season one and two. Uh, before this, he was a Muppet performer, actually did stuff with Elmo and things, which is cool. And then lastly, we have uh, Ray Gillette, voiced by Adam Reed. And he also was just a recurring character in season one. So there's Pam. Uh, we established that she's a bit of a chatty Cathy. And even though she's an HR, leaks a bunch of stuff. She'll go on to have a much bigger and serious role. You know, we learn about all sorts of stuff. And here is Cheryl, or Carol. And... She starts off as, you know, kind of just a, a love-struck receptionist. And, uh, again, this episode, we do a lot of things. We introduce a lot of characters. But really, besides Archer, not a lot of them get a big spotlight on them. They don't get a whole lot of character development. Which I think works out well, because then we get to see Cheryl and Pam and even Cyril uh, become bigger roles later on and you know really have cool character moments um we also get introduced to lynn drexler here or no nikolai jackoff sorry who's voiced by peter newman uh hello newman and he's not really done a whole lot of stuff. Uh, like he was in the Felix the Cat movie, did some Thundercats back in the day. Um, it's kind of all over the place. Uh, narrator on Extreme Makeover. So yeah, there's that. But he's the leader of the KGB in this, and so we find in a minute that Mallory is having a relationship, I guess, with him and stuff, which is. Uh, they they kind of tone back later on. I mean, they make her less a uh, less promiscuous. Whore Island. This is our first reference to Whore Island, which will come into play later on. Um, you know, they make her later on like really just serious about two guys, three guys, um, and not quite as loose as Archer is. Uh, the the dialogue just I mean again in this first episode we really established that quick back and forth um, and everything and 
Archer here is trying to settle up his account because he's in trouble, and he mentions to help as a cover that there's a mole. And there we have the the first couple of seasons. People are always getting shot off camera, and it's really really great. But I mean, not that they're getting shot, but it's just a good running joke. Here we have our first ants reference. Um, yeah, it, it's just really interesting. You know, being on season 11 right now, seeing jokes that still come back. And I think that's part of the appeal of the show is that, you know, they keep story modes going and stuff. Um, but, so Archer is thinking that there's a, or he's saying there's a mole, and that's why he needs to get into all of these things. And then come to find out there really is a mole, which we'll look at here in a minute. Um, this episode, and really kind of the first season, does a lot more like Family Guy style flashbacks. Um, flash sideways, you know, how, whatever you want to call them, where we get a little bit of backstory and exposition, but faster than somebody trying to actually explain it. The the steady timing in this, the comedic timing, always cracks me up. Like they know just the right time to take a beat. That's how you get ants. Another thing that I've noticed going back and watching these, uh, especially this episode, your camera angles. Like you get a lot of bird's eye and fish eye, you know, from up high looking down or down low looking up. Stir Fridays. Um, you know, and I, I don't know why they did that, but they get away from it later on. Here we're building up that frenemy relationship between Archer and Cyril. Um, you know, Cyril's with Archer's ex, but he also needs Cyril, but he's not, he doesn't think he, he doesn't feel like he's threatened by Cyril, but you know, you kind of go back and forth on that. Um, Cyril is obviously kind of threatened and intimidated by Archer and his relationship with Lana and all the baggage that puts and the strain that puts uh, both at home and the office. And Archer just, yeah, just not a fan of, of Cyril. Um, and so here we have Archer hatching his code or his plan to break into ISIS. And that's uh you know he's planning it all talking about how hard it's going to be and this is where we kind of get our first tactile neck um hint we talk about the turtleneck you know what's what's great about this is he's you know playing out what to do and pointing out like how ridiculous it is in all of it and that self-awareness of Archer, uh, the, the humor that they have, you know, that they know they're a silly spy show, makes it great. 
and the third system is state-of-the-art voice activation. And, you know, this this breakdown of a plan is very Sherlock, um, Robert Downey Jr., Sherlock Holmesy, And they thankfully drop it later on because they, they're still spies, but they're not, they don't plan as much as they do here. Everything makes you uncomfortable. Just the tip? Just the tip. Another start of recurring gags here with just the tip. And this is another relationship here between Cheryl and Archer that uh, thankfully they they get away from because I, I just I don't think it's a great for her character. I mean, yeah, she kind of becomes a bit of a sex pot later, but it's kind of kind of funny, you know, instead of being just a little starstruck, lustruck secretary. Uh, we have the little swan to go that shows up from here on out. Uh, and again, you know, like I said, 11 years out, 11 seasons out, and still running with some of the same jokes. But not to the point where they beat into the ground, they just show up every now and then. Uh, and of course... In later episodes, we'll get Danger Zone, which is just awesome. And the, this one, this first episode, is definitely playing more serious because we get that there is an actual mole in in the agency, and. Which is happy coincidence, but it also gives a, a good out, uh, you know, plot-wise and things. I think it's this right here. You know, this is showing that what Archer has done to Lana, is like as far as mentally and emotionally, that she because he was such a jerk to her, that she doesn't really trust anybody. Um, and she admits it, you know, that she has the issues and that it is Archer's fault. So it's, uh, you know, we get a little bit of a glimpse into her character, um, but we'll see things change and stuff. And this is actually a pretty smart thing by Archer to do a little prank call <laughs> to get into the the vault. Holy shit, our security is atrocious. Seriously, it's really bad. And you know, we see how bad security is, including password and stuff. Jesus Christ, that is just baby town frolic. Okay, operations account. Cloud deep in the red, am I? Out of my mind? Oh, no. Oh. You know, I, I think that's another thing that puts about the show is they're taking common themes, you know, spies, espionage, stuff like that. Oh, are they? And throwing in the humor of kind of the day-to-day -day work life of it and what they're like when they're not 
jet setting and things um, and how somebody who had who is James Bond but a jerk uh, would be and so Crenshaw's here and it turns out he really is a mole And here, you know, Archer saying he made it up, and there's a, a lot a lot of digs at Pam being a loudmouth in this episode, which is unfortunate, but, you know, again, there's, with the pilot, with the first episode, you're always trying to find your feet and figure out what's, what's going on and what works and what doesn't work, and... Uh, this definitely, you know, they're definitely onto something and things were working. Except the way Lana walks all the time, like the way she, her hips, like, she's not just walking. I don't know, it kind of bugs me, but again, that's something else that they get away from. See, here's another, like, worm's eye view. And as always, even up until season 11 that we still see Archer and Lana will get caught up in their own drama, their own things, and uh, it'll cost other people. And see, that's, these low angles are just weird. Uh, like here, arguing about the future and baby crazy and stuff while Crenshaw gets away. And that, that is a theme we will see moving forward. Um, like I said, they're on again, off again, will they, won't they, why would they <laughs> type romance. Uh, so, we find out. More so this is a big, big moment, I think, of the show, a big telling moment that Archer tries to outsmart people. He reminds me a lot of Captain Murphy. If you go back and listen to episode zero, you know, when we talk about C-Lab 2021. Um, and this is not a Mexican standoff. That's usually like a three-way shootout. But right here, where Crenshaw's talking about shooting Mallory, uh, you know, talking about her being dead and everything, and Archer gets an erection. And... Lana freaks out and it just throws Crenshaw off and everything and it's just uh, again kind of sets the stage for what's going to happen and what's to come um, we learn like I said in just 20 minutes so much about Archer and his mother's relationship um, not quite as much about his relationship with other people, but like you said, it, it's sometimes a good thing where you just get your basic introductions so that way you can expand on that story and do more with it. Um, and of course we end with, we find out this is where her Russian lover is. And uh, so 
there's like moles within moles. Comrade question there is actually gets replaced later on by Boris, um, who's a recurring character. And now we have ants. That's how you get ants. I ended on strong note. I mean, as far as first episodes go, this one is really, really good. Uh, not just the character introductions, but I didn't even get to like the atmosphere. Uh, the, we talked a little bit about the laundromat, but ISIS itself, you know, being a very dated, uh, they mentioned in the security stuff, but being a very dated spy agency, uh, you know, we, we can tell all that just from some simple animations and simple background stuff, and it's really great, you know, it's one of the better pilots out there, uh, and obviously, you know, it, it worked. They, when this first started, FX ordered six episodes with four more to script, and that's what our first season is, it's ten episodes, so it's... Yeah, it's good. Um, and I can't wait to see what it brings and where we go from here. It was a lot of fun. So thank you all so much for joining us on episode one, Mole Hunt, also known as The Pilot. I'm Lance, and we will see you next time.